0: Even aggressive girls who are willing to take charge still yes. like someone who's going to actively show interest in them. And at a certain point, they need to get something back. You know, they need right. to feel like you're excited about them or they're just going to assume that you're not.
1: And I can be that guy, but it's, I kind of really do have to like you a lot.
0: Right. But that well, usually happens to you if the girl doesn't like you that much.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You're like, this is good. I feel safe here.
1: (laughs) The perfect woman. She hates me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Dahlia. I'm not your therapist, but I am a dating coach, a matchmaker, and your new best friend when your real best friend just doesn't want to listen to you anymore. So let's have it. A reminder that if you are interested in coaching, you can reach out to us at notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com. If you have questions you want answered on the podcast, not notyourtherapistpodcast on Instagram or notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com. Listen to this podcast, share it with your friends, rate and review it. That's very helpful. And if you want to come on the show anonymously, let me know because I love doing that and having those deeper, more vulnerable conversations. This week's listener question is... A little bit less of a direct question, but basically there is a man who reached out to me about his relationship. He's been in a relationship for about a year where the woman really wanted an open relationship. That was never really his ideal, but he kind of went along with it to see if he could do it. And they've been trying. And then he recently decided he needed to take a break from her because it wasn't working for him. She was not ready to be in a fully committed relationship. She had recently gotten out of a fully committed relationship, really needed to have more freedom than he was willing to give her. And he recognized that in himself, which I commend him for and said, I really need to take some space. So he reached out to me and said, we decided to take a break. We're going to continue seeing each other because we still really love each other, but we're not going to be boyfriend-girlfriend. We're going to try and get it back to how it was at the beginning, etc. And he wanted to know, have I seen this work before? And do I think that they have the chance of actually getting back together? Now, of course, I cannot see into the future, so I cannot predict that. But I will say... This is interesting. On the one hand, I really commend him for, even though he loves this person, being able to say, I'm not capable of the kind of relationship you need right now, so I'm going to remove myself from the situation because I'm getting hurt. Their split or break did not come out of a big fight, anyone being mean to each other. It just came out of two people recognizing that they're in different places in their lives and want different things right now. And he is not any less in love with her, he told me. He just realized that he needs a certain level of commitment that she can't give right now and he doesn't want to smother her. So, Big like kudos to him for being brave enough to see that because often we know that, but the drug still feels so good that we want to stay in the relationship anyway, even if it's not the most healthy thing for us. So he did not do that. I will say, I do know people who have broken up and gotten back together and been healthier and stronger because of it. But I think when you do that, you kind of have to go cold turkey. You can't break up thinking, well, we're not really breaking up, or we're kind of breaking up, or we're still going to see each other occasionally. I'm not going to date other people, but technically we're broken up. I think the gray area is where we really get into trouble. And that's what I told this person. Um, With him, I said, you can try this out. My guess is you're either going to get back together pretty quickly and then experience the same problems again, or you're going to realize that it's too painful to have this person without having them see them from time to time, but you're still not getting any closer to what you wanted with them. They're getting pretty much everything they wanted, and you're getting nothing you wanted, and you may realize that you need some real space. And I think that's probably what will give you the best chance of actually getting back together in the future. Now, you can't break up with the intention of getting back together. That doesn't work. But if you can really say, we're at different places in our lives. The timing is wrong. I need to take care of myself. You need to take care of yourself. Let's go off and be independent people. And if we're still thinking of each other a year from now, we can revisit this. I actually know two couples that did this. One was for a year, one is for six months, where they really truly broke up because of where they were in their lives. They were not like, let's take a break. Let's see where it goes. They were like, we're done. And then they missed each other enough. They went out, and worked on themselves. They had other relationships that brought them back to each other. And now both married and have two children. Great. Congratulations to them. So I do think it's totally possible. I've never been a big advocate of breaking up and getting back together unless a large amount of time passes where both people get to go explore and work on themselves and is not just going to be falling back into the same patterns that broke you up in the first place. So I encourage this person to try it out. Try out the gray area. He says, we're probably going to see each other, you know, once a week or or so, which to me is still a fair amount. Um, And we're going to try and date again and get back to the beginning and see what happens. And I have a feeling because he's still very invested in this person that He's just going to fall back into the same kind of sadness of not being able to have her completely. So I said, just make sure that you're honest with yourself and with her as you're going through this. If it feels bad to you, if you feel sad, if you feel mad, that doesn't make you a weak person. That doesn't make you not mature. You have to be honest and you have to take care of your own needs. And if it's not working for you and it's making it more painful, you need to speak up and say that and go cold turkey, really go cold turkey see other people, move on with your life, assume things are over with this person. Being with a partner is timing and chemistry. And if one of those two things isn't there, it's not going to work out right now. So if the timing isn't right, really, truly let it go and allow yourself to move on, something that the gray area may not allow you to do. And then if you're still thinking of her a year from now, reach out, get a coffee, see what's going on, see if maybe she's in a different place. Don't expect that but investigate it. So I do think there are probably cases where the gray area has worked for some people. I would never say never. But in these cases, if you recognize that the timing isn't right with someone and you need to take a break for whatever reason it is, be kind to yourself. Be honest with yourself. Don't try and sustain something that doesn't feel good to you just to make the other person happy because then you're just repeating the same patterns. Be honest. Be honest about how you're feeling. And if it seems like it's going to be harder to do a real breakup than a break, I promise you it's actually not. And a break is probably harder because it's, that gray area so I wish this person the best I hope he updates me on what happens he's gonna give it a go to see her occasionally I said chances are you're still gonna have the same feeling so just be honest about that makes you more mature more strong if you can speak up for what you need and if you're really the right people for each other you will find each other again I'm here with Robbie Goodwin, who is a wonderful comedian in New York. We're very sad in the Los Angeles comedy community that we lost him to New York. It happens sometimes. Don't really like to talk about it. But Robbie is super talented and funny. He's always amusing me on various social media platforms. And he, for some reason, agreed to talk to me about his dating life. So I'm looking oh. forward to this.
1: Hey guys, happy to be here. Stoked to do this, it'll be fun.
0: Robbie, why did you leave us?
1: Uh, I just really wanted to be in uh, really bad weather all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. It's pretty that's disgusting cool. there right now, right? In New York, it's
1: literally a hundred degrees, and the weather app says like feels like a hundred and seven. It's just like, oh my god.
0: And it's like wet, right?
1: Yeah, you know, but that's that's the price of living in New York. Huh? I guess
0: so. Are you from the East Coast originally?
1: I'm actually from the West Coast, from the Bay Area. Um, yeah, like the San Francisco Bay Area. Which also has bad weather. People I know. don't realize. Yeah, well, I, was no, like-
0: I like their weather because I'm a. i am like a cool, damp all the oh, time. Oh yeah.
1: I I love it, but I'm also from there. A lot of people, like a lot of my friends from the East Coast will actually go to San Francisco and pack like L.A. stuff, basically like shorts and a t-shirt. And they'll be like, it's so cold all the time. But uh, is
0: it though? And also because they don't really heat it. So it's like bone cold. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. So for real, why did you you leave us?
1: To be honest, I was like just not... I do a lot of stand-up comedy, as you know, and stuff like that, and I, and I just didn't feel like it was kind of it was kind of tough for me like get a lot of traction in the l a scene a little bit. so I came here and it's it's been it's more fun to do stand-up, I think, if you're not a famous person, which yeah. you know, like you like need to be a famous person to have fun yeah, <laughs> the, true.
0: The- soon you will be a famous person, so then maybe you'll move back to l a
1: the minute I'm famous, I'm just gonna I mean, I'm become so Hollywood really. No I don't know
0: come back and join us. You are <laughs> taking back. on a rather Italian New York look
1: Oh yeah yeah uh, I have a, yeah I have a leather jacket back there and a yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's talk about let's talk about you. Let's get personal. Let me guess how old you are. you are it. 30.
1: I'm 28 I just turned 28.
0: 28 was my first instinct and then I said, no, he seems too mature. I'm gonna say 30.
1: Likely story, but thank you yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, how's being twenty-eight? Do you Great. feel wiser, older,
1: than uh, twenty-one
0: yeah.
1: say? My hangovers are worse. That's mostly. Yeah, for <laughs> sure.
0: I'm hungover right now and all I had was two glasses of white wine last night. How sad is that?
1: I know, I know. Yeah, I'm getting hangovers like I like the binge drinking days in college, but I Mm-mm. just when I just drink like a normal amount. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> it's horrible. That's the worst part. But maybe it's God's way of telling us, calm down, you're getting old.
1: Yeah, unfortunately the uh the Catholic part of me is like, you should keep punishing yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what is your background?
1: I'm half Afghani and half white. And I was raised Catholic, basically.
0: There's no Jewish?
1: No Jew. My, my ex-stepdad was Jewish. So I, I went to a bunch of like Jewish satyrs. And- I'm infiltrated a stage you. As I Yeah,
0: you seem like a Jew.
1: Yeah, because I'm nice. neurotic and control. in yeah. <laughs> the media and the money. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> great um, okay and then so you're 28 can you tell me a little bit about your dating slash relationship history
1: um you know it's it's uh, I I didn't like really date anyone all of college or all of high school and then college it was like kind of here and there I was really fat in high school so that was like mm-hmm. so dating was tough and I was also like pretty socially awkward still am but not fat which helps mm-hmm. uh, people can, women can now spin it into thinking I'm charming in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, fat and awkward is a tough combo. You need to be like a confident fat guy. If
0: you're gonna yeah, be yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And hey, confident fat guys. Who doesn't love them?
0: Everybody loves them. But now you're a skinny, awkward guy.
1: Exactly. Yeah, right? you can't be both. <laughs> I can <laughs> be one or the other. And uh, I would say I think uh, – and, and so I, I kind of had like um, pretty short-lived, short-lived like, uh, relationships like in college. That's where I first like, started to really date anybody. And um, I know no one's ever said this, but I went to L.A. right after college, but in L.A. is hard to date in. So Why do you kinda, think
0: that is? What's your take on it?
1: Um, I think it's just because, in my opinion, dating, when I'm, I think dating is kind of, or at least should be kind of spontaneous. And L.A. is very much like you need to plan everything out. Mm-hmm, interesting. There's also like. like
0: you could just meet people in L.A.?
1: Yeah, it was tough. I mean, Tinder and online helped a little bit, and like mm-hmm. I could, I would meet people through like like comedy shows and stuff like that. But um, LA was kind of tough for me. Also, maybe I think in New York, I've been dating like a lot more than I than I ever had, or on really? more dates. Than I have. Yeah, yeah, and maybe it's a mixture of getting more confidence as I get older, mm-hmm. uh, or I think I think this city is just more conducive to like finding a random. Girl or something. I literally had like a romantic comedy moment on my birthday. It was weird. I, I went to go. I was like, I'm gonna treat myself like a nice Italian dinner. Mm. And um, I was wearing an anime shirt, a Cowboy Bebop on it, and this mm-hmm. like really really attractive girl like pointed at me. She's like, Cowboy Bebop right there. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we got sat down right next to each other, and uh, she was like, Do you want to like share plates? You want to share plates? We can like get stuff together. and We like struck up a conversation. So you know, like,
0: she was like, by herself too.
1: Yeah, we were both by ourselves. Oh, she was really attractive that. too. I was like, "What's going on?" and uh, and then she kept me like, "This is like our first date," and, you know, like all the other stuff. It was it was like this doesn't happen. <laughs> it was like it was all because she liked my anime shirt. Which and is,
0: then what happened?
1: We followed each other on Instagram, and then I just didn't do didn't follow up. But the fact that it happened <laughs> was pretty cool. Robbie! I know, I fucked up. I mean, it's
0: not too late.
1: It isn't. Actually, yeah, maybe I should DM her. When was this? uh, Like a month ago.
0: Jesus Christ. I just want everyone listening right now to hear that this happened because I think it's the perfect example of like, there was nothing wrong with her. You Mm -hmm. did not not like her. You had a great time. You thought she was super attractive and yet you still didn't do anything about it. And I'm not trying to shame you, but this is like more for people who are like, what's wrong with me? I give my phone number out and nothing happens. And like, maybe I'm not attractive enough or cool enough. And I'm like, no, sometimes just people drop the ball. And that's why you have to sometimes pick up the ball and reach back out to them and give them the ball back to not mess up a second time. So like, if she had reached out to you at this point, like if she was like, hey, like we should get a drink for real or like we should have a second date, that would have been cool, right?
1: Oh, I would have loved that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was all fear on my part. I just was like... Like, it was kind of a situation I haven't really <laughs> had before whatever, and I was just kind of scared it to, like...
0: It fell to, like, into your lap. I know. <laughs> Literally I know, fell. I know.
1: I, I can't believe and it. And you were
0: like, uh, what, what do you think stopped you?
1: Uh, this is an I- It's just an issue I have. I just kind of get, like, stage fright a little bit or uh, anxiety process. And I kind of, like, will come up with excuses for why I can't, like, oh, I'm busy. This I have, like, shit to do this week. But it's more so just that moment of putting yourself out there and being like, hey, let's, like." do something, the moment in between sending that text and then text me back just like is like the most like, oh my God. <laughs> like I, I start spiraling, I panic. When I get it, and then when I get win or if I get a yes, it's amazing. But that moment in between is just not something I love putting myself through. So it kind of takes a lot for me to like like ask a girl out sometimes.
0: This is fascinating. And this is actually super vindicating because I'm telling you like a lot of times girls or mm-hmm. guys are like, well, why should I try again? Like they should do something, or they really think they're the only ones that have the, I hate waiting for a text, I'm afraid of being rejected thing. And here right. you are, an attractive guy, charming, attractive, slightly awkward, but not in an <laughs> overwhelming way. Mm-hmm. And you met a great girl that you found super attractive, and you were too scared to do anything.
1: Yeah, That's yeah. I fear
0: mean. of like being rejected and having her not text you back, which like, I gotta ask, like what's the worst thing that could happen?
1: I know, I know. It's just, it's just that total fear of rejection. It's, it yeah. sucks to get rejected, you know? Yeah. But yeah, this is one that I know, this is like a, a, a big, recent, huge, Robbie Goodwin dropped the ball. They <laughs> <one. laughs> like, are so mad. They're like mad at me about it too. <laughs> it's not <laughs>
0: even like it's too late. It's not even too late. Like at yeah. any point when you were like mad at yourself, you could have done something different. You could have done it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like, could Like you have. would
0: rather be alone. Mm-hmm. Then go through a rejection of some, someone you barely know. Yeah. Um, Which, like, the rejection would probably yeah. look like either her not answering hmm. or her saying, actually, I have a boyfriend, or, like, mm, I'm, I'm not really feeling much more than a friend vibe, and then you would move on with your life. But for this yeah. is fascinating to me, that for some reason, because you're not the only one, for some reason as humans, yeah. that is scarier than doing nothing at all and potentially then carrying on being alone? Like, do you want, are you looking for, do you want a girlfriend? Are you looking for a relationship? Or are you kind of like not right now?
1: Um, yeah, I'm open to it. I'm starting to get to a place where I'm like, I could, I could definitely like use like a, a, a girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> <Use> a girlfriend. <laughs> I could use, no, I would love to like, you know, find love and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd be down for a girlfriend. It's just, uh, yeah. The, the, the issue. Yeah. In fact, I would actually prefer a girlfriend than be like, cause like the whole dating thing is yeah. like really it's annoying and stressful. And yeah, it would be right. Yeah, it would be like nice to like not deal with that with like a girl. The problem is just finding the right girl, first of all, is like that is tough. And that's and fair. vice versa. Finding mean, yeah. mean, it's it's pretty pretty hard.
0: Well, and that's why you have to go on more dates, but it's also like, does it help you at all to think I should risk this one rejection in the interest of possibly never having to go through this again?
1: Ooh, I need to think of it more like that, definitely. Yeah. That was yeah. a good mindset. Because right now it's all just short term, like, ah, like, it's it's diving into a pool, a cold pool, right?
0: Right. But once you're in there, it gets warmer.
1: Right. Yeah. Then you have, then you have a good time.
0: Yeah. And so like, you could ask this girl, she could reject you and then you move on with your life. But otherwise you're just like living in kind of a fantasy world. Also like, she complimented your anime shirt. She wanted to share Italian food.
1: Mm -hmm. No, she was like, really, she was coming on to me pretty strong. I mean, and now, I mean, I, I thought I was, I was very flattered and, um. I mean that's not a usual thing. <laughs> that was like very much like a interest. It was like uh, fuck it. It was like it was like if I wrote this scene in a movie they'd be like Shh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That
0: would never <laughs> that's happened. That's amazing. Yeah. This is great too because I talk to a lot of people and a lot of my clients about having the balls to do something like that mm-hmm. and give out their phone number or talk to a stranger or you know I don't think many people even at least I don't hear about it much of people going out for meals by themselves. Mhm. But that might be a good way to meet people because you talk to the other person eating by themselves.
1: Yeah, if so, I'd suggest sitting at the bar because then, <laughs> then you might meet yes, more. I
0: always you- tell people to sit at the bar, but usually for dates. But I never thought of like, well, why don't you take yourself out then for, yeah. for a date if you don't feel like finding someone on Bumble. Take yeah. yourself out for a date and talk to whoever else is there. I like yeah,
1: that. That, that can be a hit and miss one. But, sure, uh,
0: but so you- can everything.
1: Of course, 100%. Yeah, if you, have, if you have nothing else planned, that's actually not a bad idea if you're going to eat anyway, right?
0: When it was your birthday, did you tell her it was your birthday?
1: I did. I let her know. I told her to come to my party, but she had something else to do. But, that,
0: was, that was a good move. You tried.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So do you think that affected things at all? Maybe because you asked her to come to your party, and then she was like, I have something else, and then you're like, oh, she doesn't really like me.
1: I think so, but then she was like, you should come here or something. Oh. I was at my own party so I can't I'm not going right, to right you can't, I can't leave, leave your right so it was it was in like a weird area <laughs> like
0: yeah you need to reach back out yeah. we've just figured that out you just gotta I almost want to make you do it right now just
1: to be right <laughs> <you do it. laughs> maybe I'll get a couple beers in me later and do it
0: yeah just be like hey no I dropped the ball earlier but I had a great time with you that one night on my birthday uh, would you like to recreate that experience on purpose
1: that's great it's a great text.
0: Thank you. I'm a professional. So that seems like promising. Mm-hmm. But my thing would also be like, don't, you know, put all your eggs in the one basket too.
1: Yeah, totally. So, like, it's very
0: easy to get fixated on this magical meat cute moment, which is amazing. But mm-hmm. then you also want to, Also know that if she does reject you for some reason, or if since a month has passed, she now is seeing someone, which happens, um, that you still have the power to put yourself out there, should you want.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Have you been in any long-term relationships?
1: No, I've actually never. I've dated people, like, I think my max was like, yeah, a month or two.
0: So I'm never like
1: I don't know. It's usually them leaving and they don't usually give me a good uh, answer.
0: Are you like a little bit closed off maybe? Do you, do you think maybe you don't quite settle in and get comfortable?
1: Yeah, I think I just act a little uncomfortable the whole time like, <laughs> for a lot of it.
0: Are you afraid of them rejecting you so you just keep them at arm's length?
1: That might be part of it. Yeah, probably. That sounds about right. There's probably a lot of, re- There's probably a lot of emotional factors.
0: yeah. What's your living situation right now?
1: I live in Bushwick. It's a a cool apartment. Um, I have uh, three roommates, but we're all friends. We all went to college together. Yeah, it's fun. It's cool.
0: And what's all their dating situations? Are you all a bunch of single guys or what?
1: Um, Two guys and one girl. Girls in a relationship. One of the guys in a relationship, the other one's single. So half, half in a relationship, half single, basically.
0: And you guys have parties a lot?
1: We've had one party, and it was fun.
0: It was it your birthday party?
1: No, that I organized. I, I was just, like, at a bar. Oh, okay. I just, like, at a bar.
0: Did you meet anyone that night besides this girl?
1: Um, did I meet anyone that night? Yeah,
0: or, like, did you – was there anyone you liked that night, like, at your party?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a couple girls – yeah, a couple of girls came who I've, like, flirted with and stuff like that. No one, like, super – no one I, like, I'm head over heels, like, want to ask out or anything like that. But, you yeah. know.
0: What are you generally, like, looking for when you say you haven't found the right girl?
1: uh, I'm kind of just looking for, um, yeah, I I guess I don't know. I guess I would find out when I got it. Uh, Just someone who, a a good sense of humor is big, of course. Um, Someone cool who likes to go to the same, who likes the same kind of things I do, or at least, like, going to the same kind of events and stuff like that. Like, I really like live music. Someone who really likes live music would be fun. Hopefully, someone supportive of comedy. Or who knows that I would like am a stand-up con. I can do that kind of thing because that that's a that's honestly a big big thing because because I got to have like I don't have a ton of nights free because I'm always like out doing comedy. So mm-hmm. that does kind of impede dating a little bit. I
0: think. Do you ever date other comedians? or Are you opposed to that?
1: I've never long-term dated other comedians, but I have hooked up with them, and every time I'm like, that was a bad idea. Why? <laughs> every time. Just because it's like. Um, it's just not a great idea, I think, to because it's like, even though comedy is not the workplace, it's like what I want to have a career in at some point, And it's not, it's not good to, I don't know. I, you, the whole, I, always, I always, I mean, the girls I hooked up with have all been really cool who have been comics. It's not, it's not that anything personally, it's just like in the abstract, hooking up with female comic is not a great idea.
0: Yeah. Well, probably, yeah. I mean, I have mixed feelings about it because I do think like, if the workplace is where you are mostly, then like it is going to be where you meet people and you can't help that. And you, you know.
1: Yeah. I'm also just afraid of bad gossip, you know.
0: Yes. Well, that's why you would want to treat them all with respect and be nice.
1: Yeah. And I'm I am. I'm
0: sure you do. I know you are.
1: I am. You I do. promise.
0: <laughs> no, I, don't, I feel like I can tell you are a very stand up guy. Get it? Yeah, I get it. Um, it's comical. Yes, yes, yes. I used to do stand-up <laughs> myself, you know. So do you not do stand-up anymore? I do it, like, at my show, All My Single Friends. That was uh, a fun show. I had a good time. Super fun show. You should come yeah. back sometime. We had a sold-out, standing-room-only show this week. You
1: know what's funny? is when one of my sister's friends came, didn't even know I was on the lineup when I was on Really? The yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah, that happens a lot at that show. I think it just, like, attracts people who are connected in ways they don't realize. Do you ever meet, like, audience members? Have you ever asked out an audience member after a show who was, who was like, oh, you were so funny, and you were like, oh, you're cute?
1: Oh, yeah, that has happened, but um, it's usually the girls just being, like, you know, kind of coming on to me a little bit after a show. It hasn't happened a lot. It's happened, like, like two or three times, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And it's always a little bit interesting because they kind of want – what you're doing on stage is kind of different than who you are off stage a little bit, and okay. maybe – my anxiety, but I'm like, I feel like they don't like me off stage. Like they liked on stage me a lot. And, but off stage is kind of a lot different.
0: What would you say, how would you define on stage you and then off stage you?
1: I would say it's probably comes down to confidence. I'm a lot more confident on stage and I'm, I'm kind of commanding the room and dominating things a little bit. And off stage a little more like in my head and neurotic and that kind of thing.
0: I think that's fairly common with comedians. Yeah, like on stage, they're comfortable. And then when they get into like a one on one situation with another person, they get way more nervous.
1: A hundred percent. That's exactly what it is. Yeah.
0: So what's it like when you go on dates? Like, tell me what your typical dating experience looks like.
1: I mean, yeah, most mostly bars here. I mean, I mean, I'm up with them at like a bar. Um, there's like a couple bars that I really like that I'll take them to or something. And, uh, I actually love my favorite part. Well, I think I I do like about dating is like the part where you just like have someone to go to an event with or something or go to a place with like, that's fun. Cause I love, I do love trying out like bars and, or restaurants or seeing live music or like going to that kind of thing. Like I I, just on, um, Thursday, I went on a date at uh, cafe Wa, which is like this like old sixties, like Greenwich village like Hendrix played there and Bob Dylan played there and they still just play like really, really good classic rock covers basically. Mm-hmm. And I brought a girl there and we had a really, really good time. And I'm like, I'm really glad I didn't just come here like by myself. Cause it was yeah. like, we danced and stuff. And it was like, this is like a really fun experience to like share with somebody else. That's the part of dating I really like. But then yeah, the, 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 the part that gets you kind of nervous is the one-on-one conversation. A lot of times getting to know somebody, it's tough for me to even get to know someone who I'm not trying to like make out with later. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, it's, I'm, it's kind of tough to like, uh, you know, just getting relaxed and uncomfortable is like, that's the biggest hurdle for me.
0: Was the cafe wow date, was that your first date with this person?
1: Um, it was the third date. Nice. So that was kind of fun. Yeah.
0: That, I mean, it sounds like you're doing pretty good if you're getting to the third date.
1: Yeah, I guess. Uh, it depends on the girl though. She, that's another girl who like, she's been like kind of making it happen a little bit.
0: That's <laughs> she, great. Yeah. You're very lucky man, Robbie.
1: I know, I think, but I think I, I, think my personality type sniffs out women who like, know they have to like take charge a little bit.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. This is great though, because I actually, I do spend a lot of time uh, talking to people who want the guy to take charge or who I'm encouraging them to let the guy take charge. And it's nice to know that there are guys out there for women who like taking charge. Yeah, yeah. I prefer that, no? Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, pussies like me. <laughs>
0: We don't use the word pussy because pussies are actually very strong, powerful beings.
1: Like me. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you, are you going to go on another day with this girl? Like, where's that at? What are we doing?
1: I don't know. We'll see.
0: You're so passive. What's going I'm on?
1: very passive. <laughs> um, Is
0: it just fear? Is it just fear? Are you not that into her? I don't
1: know. I, I had a good time with her, but.
0: Did you get a makeout? Did you have a makeout?
1: Yeah, we made out. Oh, good. A, time Uh, yeah she's she i i kind of go back and forth with this girl because sometimes she'll be a lot of fun and sometimes she could be a little bit like um intense and so i'm i'm not if i'm being honest it's not i I don't know i i just don't know we'll see i'm kind of i'm kind of thinking about it
0: how did you meet her
1: she's uh she's a comedian
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh robbie robbie wait so but how is she intense what do you mean by intense
1: She's very uh, vocal and outspoken and which can be really fun. But then it, she also kind of like can be like very highly critical a lot.
0: Mm. And so like
1: criticize me a lot. Criticizes yeah, you? Yeah, which I don't love. So it's kind of like a back and forth where she'd be like really fun. And then and then at times just be like, oh, why are you like being rude to me?
0: <laughs> wow, she probably gets nervous. That's probably how her nerves manifest. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I do. I think it's probably a little bit of a negging thing without realizing it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Of like, I'm nervous, I like him, let me show him how he isn't good enough for me, so that then he knows how good I am, and then he'll like me better. It's like a weird psychological idea, but it's kind of, you know, you know the whole thing about like guys doing that to women. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, I've heard about that from pickup artists.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. they nag them because then it makes the girl, kind of cuts the girl down, makes her think she's not worthy and then to prove her worth then she has this like instinct to prove her worth to the guy and then somehow that's supposed to turn into her wanting to have sex with them so i don't know if this girl is consciously doing that but my guess is when she gets nervous because mm-hmm. she obviously likes you if she's like making these dates happen and making out with you and yeah when she gets nervous she wants to show you that she actually doesn't like you do you know what yeah. i mean Got it's it. that whole, like, boys teasing girls in junior high kind of thing.
1: Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Interesting. I mean, I
0: wouldn't take it as, like, she doesn't like you or she thinks something. No, no,
1: you. I think she likes me. Yeah, there's just some elements of the personality that clash but that might just be. Totally. One.
0: I mean, it's a tough thing, right? Because it's like if you like women who are a little more um, aggressive and going to take the lead and make things happen, there are other traits that don't have to come with that, that won't always come with that. But a large percentage of the time will come with that, which that they might be a little more outspoken or critical or generally just have a bigger kind of strong presence to them. And I think as those women get more comfortable, they won't feel the need to kind of peacock like that. Mm. that makes
1: sense it, it is kind of a bucks?
0: trade-off but have you ever said I mean I'm sure you haven't said to her and I don't know if you would actually feel comfortable saying this but if you did like her enough to like want mm. to figure out if it could work mm-hmm. you could say to her like hey I've noticed sometimes that you get like pretty critical of me and I'm just wondering what that's about because like in this situation what I could see happening that wouldn't be ideal is you feel this kind of not sure way about her. So she, and she then is like, you know what? He's not initiating dates with me. So I'm going to wait and see if he does. And then you're like, well, she was initiating and now she's not. So I'm going to stop. Cause I didn't like how she was criticizing me. And then she thinks you're an asshole and then you feel bad and then it scares you off of dating and then it scares her off of dating. And then we're just perpetuating the cycle of everybody hates dating and men and women don't like each other. It's true. Alternate situation. You tell her, Hey, I love hanging out with you, but I've noticed that sometimes you get super critical of me. And I'm wondering what that's about. Like, do I actually do things that bother you or Is there something else going on? And she says, oh, I didn't realize I was doing that. I'm sorry. I'll try and do it less. And then you get to see if she can do it less. If she can't, you say, you know what? I think maybe we're just not compatible dating, but we've had a great experience and we both had a lot of fun and we'll obviously still continue to run into each other. So like, let's end on a good note. Or she does change and then you have a beautiful, wonderful beginning of a relationship. Doesn't that sound like a better scenario?
1: It does, yeah. I should ask her out again.
0: You should ask her out again. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Why not? Why not? Because I think, I mean, if you were sitting here telling me like, yeah, I don't really want anything. And like, I'm not that interested in dating, but it does sound like you are somewhat interested in dating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I am. It's just, it's getting, uh, yeah, it's just uh it's just kind of making it a priority. That's a, that's an issue with, for me. And, yeah. yeah.
0: But I don't think it has to be a priority in like an exhausting way. And I think part of what helps it not to be exhausting and annoying and confusing and discouraging is when people can start talking to each other about, mm-hmm. it seems very obvious, but about how they feel and why things are or are not working.
1: Right. Yeah, definitely. That's just another scary thing, but it's, I know. yeah, in the long run.
0: Just think, if all these conversations go horribly, just think like how much material that will be for you.
1: (laughs) You're right. No dating material is good.
0: It's good dating material hits with everybody
1: because it's universal.
0: Yeah, and you can't have it unless you start taking some risks and putting yourself out there with all of these conversations also like she would be so super appreciative because even if like you guys aren't a match ultimately she'll have this information going forward definitely and she won't be able to say like that asshole robbie just ghosted and disappeared on me and i think he was just using me for sex like she'll have to say like he told me what the issue was and i couldn't fix it or didn't want to fix it
1: yeah that's true it's on her a little bit
0: yeah and then like if you decide you i'm really like Uh, hypotheticalizing here but hypothetically Mm -hmm. if you you know said that to her and she's like okay I'm gonna work on it didn't realize and then she works on it and then like you're like oh I really like her now but she still does it once in a while that's like in a relationship a healthy back and forth of like you're doing it again and then like okay I'm still working on it and then that's when we can be like my partner actually made me better person than I was before
1: yeah definitely yeah
0: She stopped being having those critical moments for the most part you'd be like uh,
1: yeah, that's not like the only thing. I, yeah, she just has a very like uh, intense personality, yeah. which, which is fun. I just don't know if it's, it's set up for like long term, like something I, I, you know, I don't, it's one of those where it's like maybe I don't see a long term thing with her, but it's a fun, I'm having fun right now. kind of. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you're enjoying doing stuff with her, that's the other thing is I think people get stuck being like, well, I shouldn't go on any more dates because I don't see if this is going to like marriage.
1: Yeah. And it's like,
0: you can still just go on dates, if anything, to learn more about yourself and help the other person learn more about them.
1: Yeah. I think that's a big problem with me is because like, I don't put a lot of effort in something unless I can like envision or, you know, like, unless I can like really, like the last girl that I really like went on my way to like ask out and then keep it going, keep asking updates. I like, I was like, I want to be this, I would be this, uh, the, a great boyfriend. Like, like you know, I was like, really, I, I, but it was definitely a case of me being way more into her than she was back into
0: me. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's like, yeah, that, that, it's like, unless I really have like that much to gain in my mind, I am it's, it's tougher for me to like put myself out there.
0: But that's kind of the perfect time to put yourself out there, especially for someone who doesn't do it a whole lot. It's like yeah, right. maybe do it when the stakes are low to like practice.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: The stakes are higher, then you'll already know how to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, totally.
0: You know, and also you might surprise yourself if you're like, well, I'm not, I don't see a long-term future with this girl.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, maybe I'll just try like telling her what I think and see what it's like to give someone the truth. Right. Maybe it's gonna work and things are gonna shift between you two and you're both gonna become more open and vulnerable and then you fall in love and then you get married. You know what I mean?
1: That's great. Yeah, no, this is this is really good stuff. Thank you. No problem.
0: Just like preaching at you. And also, I would say, as someone who has not really had a long term relationship, Mm -hmm. I don't know that you're the most reliable judge of is this a potential long term relationship.
1: This is true. This is very I'm probably one of the worst judges.
0: Because you right now do have a little bit of like a rom-com thing in your mind. Yeah. Which is why you're getting into girls who aren't that into you. And then when they are into you, you're like, "Mm." yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that your general pattern? Like when girls super into you, you're like, ah, she might be too much. And then when the girl's not into you, you're like, I want to marry you.
1: Oh yeah. I think that's probably.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a convenient way to protect yourself.
1: (laughs) It is. It's so convenient.
0: It's great. It's fail proof because you never actually have to get into something.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Just I kidding. really
0: want you to have your first relationship. Yeah.
1: Hopefully soon. Yeah. Hopefully soon. Yeah. would be nice.
0: I think it's, but I want you to have one because you said you've had them where it's like a month or two and then they leave. And because we discovered that that's probably because you're not super open in them. Mm-hmm. Part of that being open is like, hey, you do this thing that annoys me. Do you think we can work on that?
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, being honest with, like, with my thoughts. Mm -hmm.
0: And with your needs. Like, if you're a guy who's like, I need a certain amount of alone time. Or, like, Mm -hmm. I need certain nights that I go do stand-up and you don't come. And I go home or go out with my friends after. Like, you speak your needs from the beginning. And that also encourages them to speak theirs.
1: Definitely. I agree.
0: Instead of like two people pretending they don't have them and then being like, you know what? This isn't working for me.
1: Totally. You know? Totally.
0: Got to give it a chance. You have so many potentials. What else do you know. got going on? Tell me more.
1: Just like drunken hookups can happen. That's a New York thing that I like. <laughs> no, but it, 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 those do happen. Yeah. That's mostly it. Yeah. Otherwise, I should... I should do more of the online stuff too. I, I just, the online is, uh, it can also be tough because it can be like, because uh, that part where, you, where it's just like goes from small talk to like actually making like plans with somebody, that, that's like kind of a tough jump for me too. Why is um, that? I don't know. I don't know when is the right time to like, hey, you seem cool. Do you want to do this? Uh, it's kind of hard. I also feel like, um, you're kind of talking to strangers sometimes. And so it's like, I can, I kind of ne- never, never really know like what to to do or say, you know, I can I kind of, cause I kind of tailor myself, you know, a lot of times according to like how they act or whatever. I don't know. It's the, the dating app stuff is stuff. Is and it also takes a lot of work. It's like a lot of work to like curate your profile, like swipe and then, and then initiate conversations, all that stuff for me at least. So I, I, I should get more on those apps and stuff like that.
0: I mean, I think my guess would be that you're overthinking it a little bit and mm-hmm. that that seems to be something that you do mm-hmm. and it shouldn't really feel like a lot of work. Like, yeah, it's a little bit of work to get it set up, mm-hmm. but once it's set up, it should be kind of easy.
1: Yeah, it is set up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's just the conversation, like, like thinking of what to say, opening messages.
0: Yeah. Like- so my general feeling about that is you want to get to the date as quickly as possible. You mm-hmm. don't want to spend a lot of time like getting to know this person before you're actually going to meet them. Cause I don't right. think it's super reliable. Mm-hmm. I imagine that you're someone that's like, well, I don't want to go on like a million dates mm-hmm. just to find out there's nothing there. So I'd rather find out ahead of time. And I do get that a little bit. And I do think you are unique in that You do require someone who can kind of get your sense of humor Mm -hmm. and like banter a little bit, but that's also really hard to tell over an app. And I could say that I would guess your sense of humor doesn't quite come across as good as it does in person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I'm not a great texer.
0: Yeah, I could see that. (laughs) <laughs> so I think probably you're just putting too much thought and stressing about it. Like I generally tell people like, have mentally three tequila shots before you start swiping. Mm,
1: interesting. And if you
0: think of like how easy it is to talk to someone at a bar and then you randomly end up making out or hooking up, um, imagine you're in that same headspace when you're on the apps, because that's essentially what it is, right? It's like basically you're looking at a bar on your phone full of like faces. And now like if you would just swipe right on a lot of them and then just like open with something totally random. Like who cares? You know, like they should get right off the bat that you're not like boring Joe from Michigan, you know, like,
1: uh, yeah, right. Yeah.
0: You're an interesting person and you have funny and random silly thoughts. And so I don't think you have to personalize every opener to the person.
1: You don't think so? Cause that's what I always, I'm always like, you gotta, you gotta like you gotta find out.
0: something on their profile. I don't think you do.
1: Yeah. I think sure. for
0: you, just to get you doing it more and not as stressed out about it, you should mm-hmm. just come up with like an opener that you like and then just use it. That's a good idea. And you can add their name if you want. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I'll just send them one of my videos.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Definitely don't do that.
1: I'll okay. send in my podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. <Gee. laughs> What is your podcast?
1: Oh yeah, I should plug it. Uh, it's called Group Chat with Robbie Goodwin. Uh, it It's just a hangout. Oh, we go over what trended on Twitter that week.
0: Too. Oh sweet, a bunch of really funny. York Do you tweet a lot?
1: Oh, I tweet a but I'm always on Twitter. I tweet not. up storm. I love.
0: Oh my!
1: I hate Twitter, sure? but I'm always on it. It's uh,
0: that should be your opener. I hate, <laughs> Twitter, but I'm always on it. <laughs> I think you just ask them like some easy, nice, thoughtful question to start. I used to just always say nice face exclamation point. I really took to that because guys don't get complimented on their face a lot. It's true. Uh, So I don't know if I would do that with girls. Probably Mm. not. I don't think you have to stress about personalizing it to their profile. I think you just talk to more of them. And then once you have like four or five exchanges and you're like, okay, this is good enough. You should just ask them on a date.
1: That's a great idea.
0: Like girls, like guys who are proactive, not passive. So yeah. rather than like a slow text dialogue for three days, yeah, I would say just get, get to the date. See if you think they're cute and get to the date. What's your profile say?
1: I think I said I do comedy, Oh, I say I was kind of on TV once. And uh, talk, hope, hope, hope. Something, something about being, something about being the, like the Bushwick boy or something, something silly. I haven't opened Tinder in a
0: while. Damn. Just wow, on the job.
1: I know. I'm so, uh, uh, yeah, they call me the Bushwick boy. I was kind of on TV once. That's what I said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that. That accurately portrays you. I wouldn't change that. Um, okay. I think that's good. Let me ask you a question about these drunken make-out hookups. Do those mm-hmm. ever turn into like, oh, I'd actually like to take you on a date? Or do you assume once you've hooked up with someone that that's not? Oh, good? no.
1: Yeah, I usually try and see him again on, on some level, unless I really don't like him, which is yeah. not uh, – uh, but, yeah, usually I try to keep it going a little bit.
0: That's good. See, I think you've got it in you, but I think then yeah. you head to a point where you're like, Mm, this seems tiring, or like, they're gonna not like me, or I just don't know how to take this to the next level. So then you kind
1: of
0: drop the ball.
1: Yeah, that's 100% exactly what it is.
0: Yeah, it seems like you you actually do fairly well at the beginning, you're good at the first few days. And then you're like, well, Mm -hmm. now what do I do? I don't know, it seems kind of tiring. I'm gonna go back to my normal life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I can do, I can do a good, I can usually, like if we have any chemistry, I can, I think I can do a good first couple.
0: Mm -hmm. And then what happens? You just stop feeling it or you, or it seems overwhelming to keep working at it.
1: Um, yeah, there's usually something I'm embarrassed by or, or like that kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. So it'll be either that I'm, I'm, I'm like too, I'm probably afraid to like keep asking them out or, or escalating it or taking things to the next level sort of besides just like frivolous dates. Or they, or I get like, uh, or I, or like, oh, sorry, I don't see this going anywhere. One of those two things.
0: Wow. I do think probably a lot of times that they've gone on a few dates with you and then they're like, I don't see it going anywhere. It's probably because you don't seem that into it. Or it's probably because you're not being super proactive and they're like, even aggressive girls who are willing to take charge – still yeah. like someone who's going to actively show interest in them. And at a certain point, they need to get something back. You know, they need to right. feel like you're excited about them or they're just going to assume that you're not.
1: And I, I can be that guy, but it's I kind of really do have to like you a lot.
0: Right. But that what? usually happens to you if the girl doesn't like you that much.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You're like, this is good. I feel safe here.
1: <laughs> the perfect woman. She hates me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me go after her real hard. Yeah. yeah, You need to shift your thinking on that to like if someone's smart enough to be into you, they're worth your time.
1: That's true. Yeah. At, least,
0: at least until you figure out like if there are major incompatibilities or not. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe what you should do, because I'm a big fan of like honesty and just like speaking what's going on
1: mm-hmm. is
0: the next time you've like seen a girl a few times, whether it's this one from cafe, wow, or a different one after a few days when you start to feel yourself like, okay, like I'm kind of dropping out you should tell mm-hmm. them, like, hey, this is the part where I usually get nervous and pull away. And I want you to know that I am into you and I do want this to keep going, but like, I might need a little help making it happen right now while I get over this hump because I've never gotten much farther than this.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Is that yeah. scary? It is very scary. Scary. It's scary to say, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I mean I think people really appreciate honesty and like especially women for the most part I'll generalize are very good at kind of taking that kind of information and like hearing it mm-hmm. and like helping you once Got you it. tell them that's what you need.
1: Right, right. But this if is you my just problem. Start
0: shutting down and pulling away. They don't know and they're just like fuck this guy, you know. Wow.
1: Yeah, totally 100%.
0: And again, like, it doesn't have to be that you wait to do that until you're totally in love and sold on this person. You can just be like, so far, I like where things are going. I don't want to make any promises, but like, I want things to keep going that way. I just know my tendency to pull away a little bit at this point. So like, you can push me if I'm doing that. Right. Like, you can tell them what you need help with.
1: Right, right, right.
0: I want you to get over this hump because you're so cool. And I feel like you'll become even cooler once you've had a few experiences of like someone actually being let in and like seeing who you are and you getting to like relax with another person.
1: Yeah, I I think so too. Yeah, just getting over my own like personal fears and stuff. That's all it'll be.
0: But just think, like I said, if you start doing this stuff, eventually you'll get to the place where you never have to do it again.
1: Yeah, that'll be nice. That's just
0: the most appealing thing in the world.
1: Totally, totally.
0: This has been so good to talk to you because I feel like a lot of women needed to hear this perspective of like, sometimes that is just the guy being afraid and not knowing how to go to the next level and not being used to letting someone in and it just seeming easier to shut someone out.
1: Good. I'm glad. I hope this, yeah, I mean, it's helped me a lot, I think. So Mm -hmm. anyone anyone else that helps too. Yes.
0: Will you um, ask out the Anime shirt girl today? I will.
1: I I think I will. I'll
0: try. I want you to ask out the anime shirt girl. Okay. I want you to ask the Thursday girl out again and tell her what you're thinking and what you're feeling.
1: It's good homework.
0: Yes, those are your two homeworks. And then one more homework, which is just like spend a half hour being fast and loose on the apps. A half hour. Just like being silly, not trying to be correct. Like go into your almost your stand-up brain of like I can just say whatever's on my mind because I have to because I'm standing in front of an audience. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And lessen the like correct like how do I say the right thing? How do I navigate the situation? How do I take it slowly? I think you just go, "Hey, I'm a weirdo." Yeah.
1: Or like, "Hey, I'm
0: really bad at this app thing, but I'd love to get a drink with you." Perfect. Open with that. Who cares?
1: A good opener. Yeah. Why not? You don't
0: have to small talk a whole bunch. Whatever.
1: Yeah. For sure.
0: And girls appreciate directness. They don't want to be small talking either.
1: Yeah, I, I assume. Yeah, I don't think, it, I don't think either party likes a small talk part.
0: Yeah, so just do them a favor.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And keep in mind you're doing them a favor too when you can be honest about like who you are and what you need and not try and pretend you're like cooler. Right,
1: right. Yeah, because then they could be like, oh, okay, this works for me or not. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Well, Robbie, oh, plug your stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, group chat with Robbie Goodwin podcast. Um, uh, check out my YouTube. I've got a bunch of clips up. I did a Pete Davidson impression that people like.
0: Ooh, I would like to see that. Um, what's your Instagram?
1: Oh, at Robbie Goodwin on Instagram.
0: At Robbie Goodwin. Can we feature you on Single Crush Saturday?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And then we
0: just might get random what, girls what? reaching out to you on Instagram.
1: That'd be great. Yes. I love, I love Robbie's it. in
0: New York, but we're hoping he's going to come back to L.A. at some point.
1: Yeah. I'm always in town, too. I, I'm Are from you? California. Well, Next not time really. Next
0: you're here, you should tell us and then yeah. be on my show, my live show, and then people can meet you in person because you're so cute. Oh, thank you. I believe in you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. I really that. do.
0: I want you to report back and tell me how it goes.
1: I will. I'll, 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 I will I'll. definitely will keep you updated. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. This is great. Today.
0: This was great. Thank yeah. you. Just a tip, a dating tip. This is a two-parter. One is I really liked my idea about what if we just tried no small talk at all and you just started all of your app conversations. Hey, I really hate doing this app thing. Do you want to get a drink sometime? I just want to see what happens. I want to do a little social experiment. So if you're listening to this, give it a try. You know, I understand our desire for like a few exchanges to see if we get along. But let's just try it. Let's just say, fuck it and have fun and start taking the apps a little less seriously and just start your next like five conversations with, hey, I hate doing the app thing. Do you want to get a drink sometime? And just report back to me and see what happens. The other tip is I told Robbie to be more upfront and honest about where he is, how he hasn't really had a long relationship, how he has trouble transitioning to the next step, as it were, and that he should start to be honest about that. And I would say... On the other side of that, if someone comes to you with that, try and see what happens if you be open and accepting with it and say, thanks for letting me know. Or if you sense that someone is pulling away from you or isn't that good at picking up the ball, instead of assuming they don't like you and they're not into it and they're not man enough for you or woman enough for you or whatever, why don't you reach out and say, hey, I just want to check in. I can feel there's a little bit of distance. Are you not feeling this or are you just not good at this part? Like what if we all just decided to be more open honest and accepting both of ourselves and of each other and instead of assuming the worst we assumed maybe this person needs my help a little bit. Maybe they're not good at this part. So either I can keep initiating and as long as they're agreeing, I'll take yes for an answer or I'll say to them, "Hey, I noticed you're not initiating. Are you not into it or do you just like kind of drop the ball when it gets to this part of dating? Do you need me to put in a little more and push on you a little bit?" Let's try that. Let's see what happens. I'd love to hear what your results are. I think this could really make a difference for a lot of people if they don't feel like they have to be good at this and they don't have to know how to do it as long as they can be open and honest about the fact that they're not good at it. And then for people on the receiving end of that, You can be proactive in finding out if that's the case, or if someone comes to you and tells you that's the case, you can try what it's like to be accepting of that and just say, okay, we'll take it at your pace. Or thanks for letting me know. Now I won't take it personally when it takes you a week to ask me out again. In fact, maybe I'll start asking you out. Let's be open and honest and see what happens. Remember to share, rate, and review this podcast. Reach out to us, notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com if you have questions, would like to be a guest, or are interested in private coaching. Thank you to Robbie Goodwin for joining us today and being open and vulnerable, which is not an easy thing for everyone, but he was awesome about it. And his Instagram is Robbie Goodwin, spelled exactly like you think it would be. Thank you to Christine Bartolucci. Thank you to Melissa Gruen, social media producer. Thank you to all of you for listening and making dating fun.